It's Yom HaTzmaut. The coming of the Mashiach is the principle of Jewish faith. The kernel of this idea has been transformed from a vague and abstract belief into a clear and concrete knowledge that imbues Yom HaTzmaut with historical and meta-historical significance. The Rambam writes, in the future, the King Mashiach will arise and renew the dynasty of David, restoring it to its initial sovereignty. Yet, this cannot happen until the Jewish people return to their land. We might say then that the seed from which the messianic vision sprouts is our return to the land of Israel. All the rest is details concerning which the Rambam says no one can know how this will come out until it comes about. Much of the prophetic vision of the future is unfolding before our eyes. The prophet Zechariah writes, So says the Lord of hosts, Old men and old women shall yet again dwell in the streets of Jerusalem, and every man with his stick in his hand for being old. And the streets of the city shall be full of boys and girls playing. In the book of Ezra, we read that the return from Babylon at Hashem's command comprised 40,000 Jews. Today, there are more than 6 million Jews in Israel. The return of the people to the land, even without a spiritual awakening, is surely part of the process of redemption. Can a partial realisation of a vision of the prophets prior to the return of Hashem's presence to Jerusalem be considered a process of redemption? According to the Rambam, it's a resounding yes. He writes, remember that Rabbi Akiva, the great Rabbi Akiva, and all the sages of that generation saw Bar Kochba as the Mashiach, even though with the exception of restored sovereignty, none of the prophetic promises were fulfilled. You don't need the entire process to be fulfilled to see a part of it as a beginning of a process. Jewish sovereignty was restored and became a fact, and Jewish sovereignty, according to the Rambam, is a messianic phenomenon, and facts cannot be denied. Therefore, Rabbi Akiva regarded Bar Kokhba as Mashiach with the hope that all the other promises will be fulfilled as time went on. After the rebellion was crushed by the Romans, it became clear that this brief period of glory had not been a messianic phenomenon. In our time, our situation is far better. Not only has Jewish sovereignty been restored, but many of the promises have been fulfilled. The land gives forth its fruit. The dispersed of Israel have been gathered in. Rabbi Akiva saw a single fact and was unable to ignore or deny it. We face many facts that Rabbi Akiva could only dream of, and we too must not, we dare not ignore or deny them. How dare we ignore the blessings that Hashem has given us in our lifetime? Surely we have a duty of thanksgiving today to express that thanks to Hashem. The Medrash teaches the wicked are considered dead, even in their lifetime, for they see the sun when it rises, but they don't say the bracha, Yotzar, who creates light. A person who is alive must respond to reality. You can't bury your head in the ground and pretend it doesn't exist. We must see that despite our present situation, one of youth celebrating from their feasts of songs, we are progressing towards a time when we'll hear the voice of those saying, praise Hashem as the prophet Jeremiah foretold. So we must rejoice on this day. Let us hear the sounds of the voices emanating from the cities that are no longer desolate without men, without inhabitants. The sound of joy and the sound of happiness that resonates throughout the state of Israel. 
Let us hear the sounds of the dancing arising from the land of Israel. As it's written, This is the day which Hashem made. We shall rejoice and be glad. Not only on the day itself, but with Hashem, who has redeemed us and given us the zuchus to witness these things. Let's daven for the fulfillment of the rest of the prophecies and enjoy today. Thank you, Hashem. Thank you, the Jewish world. Chag Ha'atzma'ut Sameach. Agatzi on your shalom.